Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it on a Wednesday. Appreciate you guys hanging out. We're going to have three short segments because we, you know, the spillover went long, but that's okay because it was good stuff. 402-464-5685. Start a hammer text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. If you want to join in, hit us with a what's up, uh, and we'll have a conversation. Uh, start a hammer live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live where you can see what's going on in the studio. Jay Foreman, let them know about the Mercado. 84th and Havelock, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop. Uh, they have uh, butcher. They have a, a shop there where you can take home meals, street tacos, pasta, big old thing of lasagna, uh, seafood, their own seasonings, any type of cut of meat, any type of meat you want, um, plus their appetizers, entree, and dessert menus off the chart. Jay Foreman, it has been a busy day around the program. Got to hear Mickey Joseph talk again today. What do you say? Uh, he was. Were res- you there? Were you there? No, no. Who was there? Was no. you know Rashawn was there? Nick did was there. Nick, Nick was there. And Nick forgot to tell him about the atomic dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had to send you down there. Hey, you know what? We're you gonna know, send you down. You remember that time Nick barked? Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what you had Nick do. Oh, <laughs> was, was that really a bark though? He was like old yeller. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, it was. It was not quite a a a grown up dog bark. It was not a Carter Longy depth yeah he didn't have that but no. he but he had the head uh, he it was more like a wolf yeah he 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 tried yeah like he gave a legitimate effort it was you know i was, picking, I was, just, I was picking up a scooby snack i saw nick and hy-vee he said he was getting, picking up some stuff he was, he was in he had a little shopping cart he looked he looked all grown up and trying stuff. to be a grown-up yeah. well he's got a girlfriend now so you know he's he's living a different life these days we're, we're happy for him we're proud of him have you met her have you met yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. See, it's just you know we're we're happy yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. I kicked his coverage, but yeah. As far as, <laughs> as, far as uh, Mickey Joseph, uh, I don't know what he said. I mean, what did he say? Anything? Well, a lot of the discussion. I mean, in a short week, he said the coaches are working long. Coaches were there till ten thirty, eleven o'clock last night, putting in game plan, the installs, and all the notes. And uh, you know, they were going into personnel f- profiles about depth chart, and uh, he feels pretty good about it. Um, he did laugh at a few reporters. Uh, I, what I love about Mickey's pressers now that if you ask a dumb question, he will just laugh at you. He would just right. laugh and go, I'm not answering. Like they asked him, like, what are you going to do defensively uh, to shut down the 11-on-7 vibe that Rutgers puts out there? And he goes, I can guarantee you there will be 11 defenders on the field. <laughs> He's yeah, like, I'm not telling be. you my game plan. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, so you can put it on the internet. No, he, he said, I'm not going to. <laughs> the internet. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. So uh, there's confidence in the program. It, it, it seems a little different. Uh, Whipple yesterday was on fire, and folks are still talking about that. You know, him saying that. You know, quite frankly, we have to be better. Um, different expectation. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's it's. Uh, they should know, win the Big Ten West. You got to believe it. I mean, you're not going to just luck up into 
being any t- you're not gonna luck up doing anything good. I mean, you might you know you know you might just bump your head and win a game and just luck up into it. But I'm talking about if you're really trying to win, you gotta believe it. Like you gotta believe it internally in yourself, and then collectively everybody's gotta do it. So that's what he was saying. Like I, what he's really trying to say is whether he was referencing what he said to the players or just saying in general, he can't believe it, and then you don't. Well, he because said the players couldn't believe it because they hadn't experienced winning. Well, sure, <laughs> but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, when you show up every season, I've never—I mean, even when I played for Houston, if you would ask me in the offseason, like you, I, I never showed up to a game not thinking I was going to win. Or we, well, you know what I'm saying? So well, I, did, I don't even the, understand. Except I don't the David Carr years, you, you, you yeah. But I'm what? But I never showed up and saying I'm gonna just go through the motions, right? And just get to the game. Right. I'm like, well, okay. Well, I'm thinking like, okay. Well, we got to do this on defense. We got to do this on special teams, and we just need the offense to do A, B, and C. That's how we're gonna win the game. I always, feel, I always think there's always a way to win a game, and so. But you got to believe that, and so if the you know if they start to believe it, then you're gonna see you're gonna see their actions really really change, and then their actions will actually match up to all the words that they were saying in the off season, and it'll be a totally different feeling. That's why, um, when I talk about that winning feeling and that euphoria or that drug that can be addictive, that means you will do anything in your power to to replicate that. You know what I'm saying in a good way because you're doing it. And yeah, in most of the time it sucks. And this is what people don't understand is like, or, you know, I'm sure they understand. I mean, life sucks the majority of the time, right? That's why you really cherish the good times and peoples and your families. You know, obviously with the tragedy here in Lincoln and numerous ones, you know, across the world. But a lot of times sports sucks. It does. You're up early. You know, you ain't sleeping in. You most likely aren't going to be able to do a lot of the functions that are going on in the college experience. You know, because you're making sacrifice, you know, because you're you're school or practice generally. Right. Can't go to parties. Um, So you're you know, and then, you know, you got to then it's not easy to play football. The training's hard. The discipline's hard. The, the playbook's hard. You know what I mean? Your time constraints is hard. And then to go out there and play a game for three hours, you work extremely hard all year long, all offseason, all year long to only play 12 games. So a lot of times sports sucks, but it's worth it when you put in that as much work as possible and then some, and you do it as a union unit, then you never think about it. Not once does a team that wins the championship or has a good season think like, man, you remember when we ran that extra sprint? That that was such a that was such a waste of our time. You know what they're thinking? They're thinking like, dang, well maybe next year we need to run five more because then maybe we can win two more games. What can what else can we do to to get over the hump? You get what I'm saying? Say maybe a little bit before, prior, you're kind of we're trying to do the same things and just waiting for that kind of like breakthrough. Well, that breakthrough that you're waiting for is six or seven teams to kind of lay an egg. It ain't happening in the Big Ten. You want to know why? The players are too good. The coaches are too good. The scouting department's too good. Or, you know, however, the roster management guys are too good. The recruiting's too good. The facilities are too good. And the players are too good. That's it. I mean, there is no days off in the Big Ten. I mean, we saw it the first game of the season. You go over across Ireland, half step against Northwestern, they gonna you gonna get embarrassed. And the program's still recovering from that. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you're not, uh, yeah, yes and no. I think that's it's in the rearview mirror because 
if you start to play consistent football, then consistent wins come. Then at the end of the season, you still recognize Northwestern, but you evaluate it from last week on. Because it essentially it is two it is two seasons. After the bye week and bar, I mean it is. I mean it is that and that's and it's not you know we talked about record books before you know about you know Barry Bonds and all, that. Mm-hmm. but that's just the way it is. And so uh, you know I mean you know they got a, a tremendous opportunity and uh, you know make it, I mean <laughs> I mean there's 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 a lot that you can do and and I mean if you're not motivated to play football. Ooh. Well, the physicality should be enough. I mean, just just <laughs> it should I mean, be enough. Just, just look, it's just the competition, man. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking enough. about it now. It was because somebody asked, like, "Do you miss playing?" I was like, "Well, yeah, but of course I miss playing." But I'm like, physically, I know there's not even a <laughs> what even do. I don't yeah. even want to, right? But yeah, you miss playing. But I was like, I miss the competition more though. And the competition isn't isn't just on Saturdays or Sundays or Thursday, whenever the games are. Or, you know what I mean? The competition is getting ready to play against the best out there and doing everything. That's the competition. It's within yourself and then to test yourself. That's that's getting – and you want to see where you're at. It's going to be sometimes you, you get on the bus after a game, like, man, today was not my day. I got – Got handled. Got, got handled. Got to handle the competition. Can, okay, what am I just going to just tap out or you know curl up? Or am I going to bow up and figure it out? I wanted to ask you a question. We'll throw it to break. Um, we've got three short segments to get into this hour, so we'll play nice. A couple of things, Jay Foreman. You can tell me where you want to go. I wanted to talk because I'm an outsider to this. So the Matt Davison news. I'm trying to get my bearings on what that means and what fans think about it. I also uh, we, today's the final day of ba- Major League Baseball. The playoff, the wild cards are set. We got some of that to talk about. And then there's NBA preseason games where the season is under under play. You tell me where you want to go. You let us know when we get back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.